You can be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with us. I am Renisa Rose. Hey guys, it's your girl Amazing. And welcome to Personal Space. Welcome back, y'all. Hey. It's been a while. Yeah. You know, this pandemic got things a little wild. I knew gonna lie, it's not even a pandemic. It's outside opening back up, life getting real busy and not having to be at work but having mad other shit to do. It's a little bit of all of that. Mm, yeah, I guess so. Cause like, not really, not for me, for you. But for not me, for it's me. like the adjustment of life in the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean for me, it's still everything is still pretty much the same. I mean, my kid is home more often, uh, but for me, it's just the same. Mine has been different. So I um effective August third. I am officially in the unemployment pool. <laughs> yes. Damn I got, it, COVID. COVID got my job. They eliminated my position. And for the first time in my adult life, mm-hmm. I ain't got no job. I'm Tommy over here. <laughs> but let me tell y'all something. I have not worked since August 3rd. And I feel like I am busier now mm-hmm. than when I had to go to work. Like my days just, it like, I feel like I wake up in the morning mad early because I go work out for 730. Mm-hmm. And the next thing I look up, it's like four or five o'clock. Yeah. And it's just so much to do and so little time to get it done. Today was the first day I actually rested. Yeah. So I'm a essential. <laughs> essential. You can't stay home because okay. you're essential. <laughs> I'm essential. So I go to, so it's the same. Um, I'm, up and at them, same time every day. So your life hasn't changed whatsoever. Mm-mm. No, I mean, it has. It's changed, but my... Work's still the same. Right, work is still the same. Um, So I'm just here, you know, trying to find things to do for my with my kid. I have a babysitter. It's my little cousin. She um, She's my living nanny. That's so beautiful. You ain't got to worry about getting nobody ready in the morning but yourself. Just walk the fuck out the door. Yeah. My That's living the best. Nanny, she's the worst babysitter I've ever had. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, fucking well. I feel like you should just pay her based on the fact you ain't got to get nobody ready in the morning to walk out the door. Listen. Not please. having to get a kid ready in the morning is like the best. Well, King is a little older, so I don't have to. I mean, I have to. Like getting him ready in the morning consists of get up, brush your teeth, wash your face. None of that shit. You know that's what um, getting up in the morning consists of. He gets himself dressed. He, you know, gets his own oatmeal. Well, you know, take his little packet to go kind of thing. But he's good. He doesn't (laughs) give me like a hard time. Except yo, except for brushing his teeth, yo. It's boys. It's you know what you gotta do. You got to get a white spoon and leave it on the sink. That's what I do with Juju. I set the spoon right on the sink and I look at him and I said, choose an option. How <laughs> you get this Because spoon. what's about to happen is you're going to get your toothbrush. Now choose how you want to get it brushed. And Juju, he's so extra. He'll start crying, like open mouth crying. And I'll just stub the toothbrush in there. Like, and then he'll be like, ooh, And the toothbrush is got, like, I got them to spin brush. Uh-huh. So it's like, ooh, But you brushing your teeth. And I'll be like, say cheese. And he'll be like, ooh, like with his teeth closed. Mm-hmm. But he's still crying through his teeth. And I'll just be like, you? Yeah. Like, this is why, honestly, I brush the hell out of their teeth at night. So mm-hmm. in the morning, it's just a, it's just a wash up. Right, right, I right. I can't. Yeah. 
I, I can't. And it's I, a struggle. And I, I have to floss Juju. Yeah. I have to floss him because his teeth are like, it really has tight. spaces. Mm-hmm. Juju is like tight. So I have to floss him every day. Just his like main teeth, the baby, the, the molars are spaced, but mm-hmm. the main teeth in the front right. are, they're not on top of each other, mm-hmm. but they're too close for my comfort. Right. And I floss every day. So right, right, right. he get floss. Um, I bought King this, uh, the charcoal toothpaste. Mm-mm. So he likes it. Mm-hmm. Because it's black, mm. so that's like he the compromise, right? Right. right. You, these boys are just nasty. I don't think that it's ever gonna change, uh, no. and they got to smell to him. Because my brother, he smelled good when he leave, but that room, it's got to smell to him. Oh, the man smell. King doesn't smell yet. He doesn't smell yet. He doesn't have like that uh musky smell. It's not, it's, it's like a locker room. Yeah, no, he doesn't have that smell yet, and I'm like. So excited because he's still my baby because he doesn't have um, my godson spent the night. And so as I was getting him ready, he has deodorant. Mm -mm. And so King was like, mommy, I need deodorant. You don't. My baby got deodorant. You don't need it. Like he doesn't. He ain't funky. He sweats, yet. of course, but he's not funky. He doesn't. So that's good. But he's like he when he goes outside, of course, he smells like a, a puppy. Yeah, he smells like a little puppy dog. But that outside smells just it's trashy. I hate it. Yeah. So what are you doing with the kids for school? So I took a survey and I opted for virtual for the first marking period. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at me being unemployed mm-hmm. as a blessing because I don't know if they don't even got this shit planned out. Right. Um, the only thing that gives me solace if I were to have to send them to school mm-hmm. is that I w- was very adamant about training my kids to wear masks. Right. So I took them to the playground wearing mm-hmm. masks. We did outings with them wearing masks mm-hmm. to get them comfortable. Like I've had Juju play hard with the, to the point where the mask got sweat on the inside. Right, right, right. He ain't taking that shit off. Right. So I'm okay with sending them back um, if I have to because mm-hmm. they said that pre-K is 100% in person mm-hmm. for, for New Jersey and um kindergarten would be like a hybrid where like you know they do half days you got group A group B right and then everybody meets virtually at 2 p.m. in mm-hmm. the afternoon mm-hmm. um my pediatrician told me that my children do not have the i guess precursors mm-hmm. to be susceptible to the covid okay. virus and because he's black, I trust him. Because <laughs> well, he has good. kids my age yeah, too. Yeah. So we had that conversation when we talked about the vaccination. I was like, I ain't vaccinating my kid. The fuck? Mm-mm. He's like, don't. I was like, I ain't. He's like, I'm not vaccinating my kids. Cool. Yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely not. So Y'all ain't gonna King, make some shit up for me. No, and that's exactly what's happening. I'm not really a big fan on vac- uh, vaccines anyway. And not this fucking Speedy Gonzalez vaccine they're finna put. Ariba, Ariba. <laughs> No, 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 not for my child. But um, I was just talking to his dad today. He called me a little while ago to tell me um, how they were going to homeschool the kids. I mean, how they were going to do school for the kids. So it's like a hybrid kind of thing. It's like um, they're going to go half days, like two or three times, I think like twice a week and then virtual for the rest. And then the days that they are in school, it's going to be like a half a day. And Mm -hmm. it's just a lot. And it gives me like extreme anxiety just thinking about like what's to come. Yeah. You know, like the girl in Georgia that took that picture. Girl, that high school was full as hell. Yeah. That shit didn't make no sense. Some had a mask, some didn't. And so, so many people. So many of them did not have a mask. Yeah. 
And it was like, yo. And then, like, some of the kids had masks, but it was on their chin. And I was just like, yo, this is scary. My cousin used to work for that school district. I think some kids have gotten sick. Like, no, teachers. I think Both. So they said since school started in two weeks, 97,000 tested positive in two weeks for coronavirus. Oh, in the school district. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. So a lot of teachers now they're going virtual. And I feel bad. The girl that did the picture, initially they suspended her. Bitch, let me tell you something. Why did, would she get suspended? Because they have a no cell phone policy during school hours. And she took that picture during school. I said, oh, now y'all want to be technical. She, okay. She's exposing y'all. But they re- they lifted the suspension. I was just like, yo, that's some bullshit. Oh, now- she's receiving like death threats and all kinds yeah. of shit. That shit is crazy. I mean, but you know what? I don't get it. I don't condone no death threats. I guess people are just so... Because class of 2020 got a raw deal out right. this pandemic, people are looking forward to their senior year. Senior year was everything to everybody. So I think the death threats she's receiving are from the kids... In her, like amongst her peers, like they want to yeah, fuck her yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But course. bitch, like, shut the fuck up before you kill your grandma with this COVID shit. Like, you want to be a senior that bad? You rather have your family die? Yeah. Because it's not gonna get you. You gonna bounce back. You yeah. might test positive, but as a child, you might be active. You gonna beat it. Right. But what happens when you bring that shit home to your family and you have somebody whose whose immune system is compromised and they don't beat it? Right. So shut the fuck up. Yeah, no, it's trashy. It's really trashy. So I'm nervous about sending my baby back to school, but I also know that the especially this young, they need mm-hmm. the interaction with yes. other kids, with their peers. I mean, hell, us as adults, Hello? we were going crazy. Excuse me, being alone. During the pandemic? Yeah, during the real quarantine. We were going crazy. So many suicides, so much depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And we needed that interaction. We needed a fucking hug. Yo, and just a glass of shard at the bar. That's it. Somebody asked me if I want a dessert with my water. Just somebody. Just somebody. Yeah, I mean. Do I want an appetizer? Yes, because I ordered. The first time I went out to eat, I ordered all three. Well, no, I didn't get the dessert because they options was trash. But- mm-hmm every other chance I could have got to get a dessert. My babe and I, we actually just went and sat down to eat like maybe last week. <laughs> but just because I'm such a homebody anyway, yeah, I really love my home. Mm-hmm. I love being at home. It's comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's cold how I like it. Mm. Um, I have everything that I always want to eat and drink because I buy it myself. <laughs> everything I want to watch on TV, I can watch it. Like I enjoy have a nice backyard. I can sit outside and watch my kid play if I want. Mm-hmm. I enjoy being in my home, but I've always been this way, yeah. you know? So I just got so used to like the hustle and the bustle. Like when I lived in California, I went out with my girlfriends. We went out, but I kicked it at the house. Yeah. Like I really, I enjoy being at home. So that was just like a, um, like a reset for me. The to, quarantine definitely brought back the kickback. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm here for it. I've been kicking it all summer. I'm saving money. I'm yeah. still shopping. I don't know where I'm going with this stuff. Well, see, I have been doing like home goods. Like, for example, I have a high, a counter, what did I say? Counter high table oh, set. Yeah, countertop table set. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So I, when I got the set, it was just me and the kid's dad and we were pregnant with Eva. So it used to just be the two of us in a high chair mm-hmm. as our as my family evolved, sans the dad, right. now we have Juju. I was like, I've always said I wanted two extra chairs. Right. <laughs> so I bought that. I need a new couch covers. It's been like home good shit and like stuff associated with me 
eating better mm-hmm, or just mm-hmm. little dumb shit for the house. Like today I bought a, um, a cereal container. Because oh, that's smart. You see those cereal boxes on the top of my refrigerator. But listen to this. Mm-hmm. I go to Target, right? Because Target online was advertising one for $8. But when you go to the home goods section, the one that they have is the one that Bed Bath & Beyond has for $20. Mm-hmm. Girl, they have two separate ones. The one for $7.99 is in the paper good aisle hidden by the plastic juice jug. Mm-mm. I said, like, y'all ain't going to do me, Target. I came for the $8 one. Okay. Because yesterday I went to go pour myself a cool bowl of Captain Crunch. It was stale? No, bitch. It had an ant calling. It's ant season. Right. And you know, you can't really. They're inevitable. Yeah. They, once they, listen. Don't when I saw that ant in the bag. Talk about When ants. I saw the ant in the bag, I was like, do I eat this cereal? Because I don't see no ant in the bag. <laughs> I wouldn't see it. If I would not have seen the ant in the bag, yeah. I would have ate that cereal. Yeah. But I seen it and my stomach turned and I threw all the shit away. Yeah. And mind you, Captain Crunch was on a shortage for the entire pandemic. It was? No, for real. Like and regular? And Toast Crunch. Regular Captain Crunch? Yes. Like the peanut butter? At Costco, they sold, oh. they sold out. BJ sold out. You can't find it. You can find like the off-brand shit. Oh no. I don't, I don't do off-brand cereal because I'm grown. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are not gonna get me with uh oats and stars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do off-brand cereal because I'm fucking grown. Okay, nigga. I am grown. Yeah, That's it was on a so funny. It was on a shortage. Like little people be taking we niggas ran out of a lot of shit during the pandemic. Yeah, I know they did. Let me think. What did I run out of during the pandemic? And you couldn't find it nowhere. Scott's tissue is on a shortage and I'm really sad about that because I use one ply yeah I can't fuck with the one ply I had some one ply and I just was not happy about it as a plumber's daughter (laughs) even though he done stepped up the two ply I feel a way about that because it's my stepmom if it was up to him It'd be one ply. Man, I'm not fucking with one ply. Count me out. <laughs> Count me. There's some things I'm not going to do. One ply toilet paper, off-brand uh, cereal, and off-brand hot dogs. I'm not doing it. Hell no, because I feel like we grown. I'm going to spend... I'm blowing a bag on some Bubba's Burgers and some fucking... What, I either get Sabrettes or Nathan's. I like Sabrettes. Oh, I like Sabrettes too, but Nathan's were on sale at BJ's for eight ninety nine. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. So and I, potato bread. I'm not doing no off bed, no off brand buns. No. Fuck you and your ninety nine cent buns. If you, I come to your party and you can't provide me with the luxury of a potato bread, I'm gonna eat that shit without one because <laughs> I don't want it. I'm definitely eating. But Pepperidge Farm has a really good like white bread. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pepperidge Farm. Nobody's buying and that. And Lee. No, they do. People be buying the fucking Aldi's version and want me to be at their party happy. I'm not happy. I'm not doing it. Now, just, cheap bread with whiting goes hand in hand. Oh, no, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But, you know, if I'm if I'm at my house with it, I'm doing what I want. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going store-bought, store-brand. But my family calls it no frills. We don't do no frills. We ain't doing it. We ain't doing it. Um, this weekend, we got to catch up. It's been a while. We celebrated. My sister, she graduated from college. Um, so we threw her a surprise party. It was a good time. It was a fabulous time. I stressed myself out because I normally, whenever I throw a party, my sister is my person. Like mm-hmm. we do it all together. Mm-hmm. So doing it, you know, my mom was there. She helped, but it's not the same. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it was like really hard trying to maneuver without my sister. But um, you got it done. You did a very good job. Thank you. It was um. It was a good time. It was a the really good time. The time flew by really fast. Yeah. I was sitting up. I was like, the fuck is... Because I was like, usually after a house party, I hit an after party. 
You didn't even need an after party. You didn't. I stood right there. When he put out the hookah, I said, where is I, where, where is I'm to go? <laughs> said it, where is I'm to go? Okay. My family, we actually, we throw good. Now, my family, we've always been a kick it family. Like, mm-hmm. we've always chilled in the yard, on my at my aunt's house in her yard, at my cousin's house, on the deck. Like, we've always been a kick it family. Mm-hmm. So, I love having my friends you know, come and kick it with us because yeah. it's like, damn, y'all really kicking it over here. It's a good time. It's yeah. a good time. It was very reminiscent mm-hmm. of our annual barbecue that got canceled. Mm-hmm. It, was, it wasn't It was a lot of people. So, I mean, we were able to social distance. I mean, listen, it was a good time. I had a good time. I, I didn't, I woke up the next day and I was still drunk and I was trying to find the right food to stop up the alcohol inside my belly. That's the worst. I feel like as I'm getting older, what I used to be able to eat to uh, sop, soak up the alcohol is no longer. Girl, the only thing soaking up anything inside my stomach is Pepsi AC. That's it. <laughs> that is it. Because I politely it. stopped at Walgreens and was like, I ain't going through this again. Like, I'm just, I used to be able to, like, me and my friend Malcolm, we would throw these crazy house parties. And if niggas got too drunk, He'd be like, here, eat a piece of bread. And we'd be like eating bread together just to, like, <laughs> to just soak up the alcohol. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's Not a, no more. that is a thing of the past. Remember you used to be able to eat a greasy slice of uh, pizza? What? Well, that used to be, or like a greasy burger. Just, yeah. Well, we used to go to the, like, so my drunk years were in Jersey. So we'd go to the grease trucks. Mm-hmm. That used to be a good time. But now it's like, I just need. Yeah. Jesus. My drunk years, my young drunk years, I was in California. We would go to Alberto's and get uh, carne, carne asada fries. Oh, carne asada anything, okay? Not carne asada. No. Calif- a California burrito. What's that one? It comes with, it's got carne asada, french fries, cheese, sour also, cream. Also, it's like a fucking grease truck sandwich. Because a fat bitch is just a hoagie with a cheesesteak. Fries, they put everything in it, like all the sides mm-hmm. inside the sandwich. Yeah, so it's a Mexican grease truck sandwich. Yeah, so we that's what we did. Um, or we would go to Jack in the Box through the drive through. No, switch Jack in the Box. I like the two for one tacos. People, I know it ain't real meat. I don't give a fuck. It tastes bomb. And I get a warm strawberry soda. Mm-hmm. I would get the ultimate cheeseburger meal with curly fries and or in a strawberry soda. Sorry. I would always get the breakfast Jack. So mm. I would never eat it now, but I would always eat the breakfast jack. It came with like bacon. It and ain't ham the same no more. The food they done cut corners a lot. It ain't the same. No, it's we just grew up. That's all. Mm-mm, it ain't the same, girl. That, you know they got up. more um, hormones and shit. The fast food we ate as younger people is not the same right no, now. No, that's true. It's, it's not, not the same. It's really not. Um, but yeah, so it was a good time. It was a good weekend. We celebrated my mom's birthday. My neighbors had a party for their baby. So it was yeah, like I was a, partied out. Yeah. Listen, I got home from work yesterday and I slept. You know, <laughs> I have my nanny here, so I didn't have to worry about my kid. They were down <laughs> to the park and I literally just slept and I, I woke myself up. I said, okay, I got to feed these kids. And so mm-hmm. I gave, I fed them some leftovers. And was like, all right, y'all, I'm going back to bed. And um, King came and got in the bed with me. And I just could not. We were watching Dennis the Menace, the uh, oh, the, the movie. cartoon or the new no, one? No, the movie. Um, it came out when we were kids, that um, that version. Yeah. And he was like, mommy, this guy's kind of creepy. And then when I looked at him, I said, oh, shit, the bandit guy. What did he break out of jail or something like yeah. that? Yeah. 
he was really fucking creepy. Yeah. Like, he was really creepy. As a kid, it was just like, oh, whatever. I mean, because we was both a little different. Yeah. No, it's true. It's really true. But yeah, so that's that. We chilling. The summer is almost over. August is like the Sunday of the summer. And we're at, fuck that. September finna extend. It's finna extend. September, my birthday. Don't worry, y'all. We're gonna be right back on quarantine. (laughs) Hopefully in October, but we'll be right back. Yeah, it's coming. All right. Well, I guess we could just jump right into hot topics. Some of y'all been keeping real busy during this quarantine, and we knew it's about to be a surplus of babies. Yeah. It's gonna be a lot of Capricorns and Aquariuses. Yeah. So congratulations are in order to Zanique, mm-hmm. which is Tiny's oldest daughter. Mm-hmm. She's pregnant with her first baby by Bad Hunter Izzy. Mm-hmm. Bad Hunter Izzy? I don't know a single song. I don't even know that I know what he looks like. But they've been so together for a They've been together years. for a year. So, um, you know, I'm nosy. So when they announced it, I was like, who is this man? I clicked on the page mm-hmm. and I like scrolled down to see their history. And I guess in his own millennial way of loving her he loved her mm-hmm. but some of the videos he was posting to her i was like i don't know as a mom if i would want to see my daughter like one video he had like roughed her up like king i guess girl i don't know he he had his hand on her throat on her throat and i was just like what's this telling us <laughs> it's always like an it. unflattering video in the bed of her looking crazy and yeah she's like just my i love her like in his cryptic millennial <laughs> message <laughs> And I just was just like, I don't want, you're not going to, because it just sends the bad. I'm not saying he's abusing her. Right. I just think it don't look good to have a man literally put his hand on your neck and put a bit like, what you want to eat? The fuck kind of shit is this? Who's raising these kids? Yeah. But she's um, pregnant by him. And I think it was like in an uproar. She, I know she went on an interview and she was like, I ain't worried about marriage right now. And I feel her. Girl, Listen. Live your life. You pregnant. You probably pro-life. And it's cool. You ain't got to get married. And then she's his third baby mama, so that was another thing. See, I I don't care about the number of babies, mamas. My thing is, I care about it, that you respect and you take care of your child. That's yes. it. That's what I care all about. Of them. All I don't of them. care all, all of your children, right? I don't care about. I think like um, this thing about how women. I just don't like that shit because a man, men can just keep having kids and it's just fine. Well, I just look at it like this too. So I knew a girl that had three children by three different men and it was like, well, how foolish would I be to stay with the same nigga and keep making the same mistake with him? Right. Like I left the relationship. I moved on. It produced a child. Unfortunately, that relationship didn't work out either. But Mm -hmm. if I knew the first one wasn't working, why would I have another kid with him? Right. And that's true too. So I'm not, listen, I don't really give a fuck. Third babe, but at the end of the day, congratulations to her. Yeah, because, I mean, what does it matter if, if... She's in a position to take care of her kid. Exactly. That's all that matters. She's in a position to take care of her kid, and he takes care of his children. That's like Offset, right? Mm-hmm. Offset has three other children mm-hmm. outside of Culture. Cardi B. Yeah. Um, and their baby. What does it matter if he's, he's taking, care, taking of care of his children? He takes care of his children, and... They're married now. He takes care of his child that they have together, and they're Listen, living at a... At the end of the day, mind the business that pays you. Congratulations, Anik. Boom. Boom. But, you know, but I just don't... I don't like that shit. I don't like, um, oh, my God, you his fourth baby mother. Okay, so fucking what? Okay, like Tiny said, she was like, I'm T.I.'s third baby mama, and I'm his only wife. I mean, shit. 
Even if you was her second, his second wife. So fucking what? What does she it knows, matter? I'm listen. At the end of the day, happiness is not defined defined by a relationship title. What right. I wish for Zanik is peace. Right. What I wish for her is a safe and healthy pregnancy. I wish for her baby to be in a healthy environment, mm-hmm. so they don't gotta grow up from no childhood traumas. That's it. Yeah. You know. Oh, and Khalees is pregnant too. I love Khalees. She's by her husband Mike Mora. This is their second child together. So mm-hmm. it's her third child. Yeah. So it's weird because I think is is Claire Blue paying these motherfuckers to just put up the pregnancy test? Yeah. Because I want to say Malika did the same yeah, thing. Yeah, but I don't her. know that it was clear blue with Malika. It was a pregnancy test though. Yeah. She just put up the test and I'm like like my eyes which is you know like the look like oh Okay. Listen, there's money to be made. Listen, everywhere. make your money, bitch. I'm here for it. Get a check. <laughs> Niggas gonna be in your business anyways. Mind the business that pays you. Well, right? If it's gonna pay you, mind right, it. Right, right, right. Listen, <laughs> here, I'm trying to find something to pay me. Listen. I am trying to get something to pay me. Girl, speaking on to that, that brings us to the quarantine breakups because bitches is getting divorced and bitches want to get paid. Listen, <laughs> you owe me. So Dr. Dre and his wife of, I want to say 24 years? Yeah, they were married for a very long time. They got married in 96. They're getting divorced. And to her, she don't feel like he has a prenup because he tore it up in the marriage. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm going to pay her based on the prenup. (laughs) But he's worth 800 million. And the only thing I will say is, from what I was reading, she requested spousal support. Mm -hmm. He didn't deny that. Right. He just said the assets needed to be divided Mm -hmm. based on the prenup. Right. But he didn't deny that she needed support. So some niggas won't even give bitches that shit. Like, right. So, okay, cool. Let's see how this plays out. I mean, I'm sure she's been with him through the best of times and the worst of times. Well, for sure. And from 96, we're when in When he was out there beating bitches' asses. <laughs> Adasha, watch your mouth. But he was, though. <laughs> he for sure was. Didn't he fucking punch that lady D in the club? The, um, the reporter? I don't remember. Yes, he punched that lady in her fucking face. He snuck her. Damn. Somebody should have went up top on him. Nobody does. That leads to our topic later on. But nobody ever does. Yeah. Um, It's trashy. Yeah. So I hope they can get through it. You got Tracy Morgan and his boo. They getting divorced after five years of marriage. Was he married to her when he got to that exit when he almost died? Uh, I think so. This nigga going to say he want his last name back. (laughs) What's funny to me is like. That's like Tina Turner and Ike. When they got divorced, she said she wanted nothing but to her, keep her, her name. name yeah. yeah. So what's funny to me is the lady, his wife, hyphenates anyways. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, girl, get that nigga his shit back. Nobody wants that raggedy ass last name. No way. <laughs> like, what do you get from it? You know, like it's not your stage name. It's not your profession. Like right. when my parents got divorced, my mom kept her last name, but they had also been married for 20 years. Like she's had that name for 20 years. They were married that long? Yeah, girl. They were together for 11 or 12. The separation were long. Yeah, so when they finally got divorced, Uh it had been 20 years. And she was like, I've been Kim Lockhart for 20 years. I'm keeping my name. And I feel her because it's true. Your whole adult life, you've been Kim Lockhart. Right. That's like Like, my my parents. Yeah, since she was 23, she had been Kim Lockhart. So, I mean, keep it. But five years, you can have your shit back. Especially if I hyphenated. Bitch, bye. Yeah. Go the fuck on. Keep your name. Yeah. Keisha Cole and Nico split up too. I, I was actually kind of sad about that. I, 
Well, do we? Is it was it confirmed that it? They well, it wasn't up? confirmed, but you know it's Insta confirmed because they deleted all the pictures of each other. The only picture she kept was like the three of them, like but her, the baby, and him. She does the, the three of her, the baby, and Nico. Like they took like a family quote unquote picture. She kept so those. he deleted too. But they do that though. They I do mean, that we'll sometimes. see. Sometimes niggas want to get a little buzz in the industry, in the media, so they uh keep it up. I want them to work. I was watching the videos because. Marquita, I, I stumbled on her page, and she's That's like, cousin, right? "Yeah, she's uh-huh. like ultra bestie." So uh-huh. at um their baby's birthday party, uh-huh. he turned one. So cute. Yeah, he's cutie. She had like an all out birthday party, uh-huh. and I was like, "They just look so cute." Like, and he's such a handsome, young, handsome young man. Yeah, he's very nice looking. Uh-huh. He is very, very nice. And looking. she looks young too, so yeah. it works. Like, it don't look like some old bitch with a young nigga. Yeah, like they look good together. So, I mean. I'm for black love, but I'm not for people putting up with shit and not being happy. So no, you that's got to true. leave, get the fuck on. No, now that is very, very, very true. If you're not happy, you got to get like, you get got to fuck. get going. Honey. And that's just with anything. Yes. Yes. That's just really with anything. If I'm not, listen, listen. If it don't serve uh, excuse you. Excuse me. <laughs> if I saw this meme earlier, like only black people be like, listen. And don't say nothing. <laughs> okay, bitch, we listening. Hello. Um, if you're not happy under any circumstances, it's time to go. Like, I do not believe in that sticking around, like working it out for the kids. Fuck all of that shit. Because mama's not happy, nobody's happy. This is what, And the biggest narrative that has been portrayed into the black community, especially for women, is you gotta go through some shit. Man. I'm not loving you through no fucking pain. Yeah. I've done that. It doesn't get you nothing but pain. You know what happens? It bankrupt it bankrupts your emotional stability. Yeah. So it's fuck true. all that shit. I'm not I'm not for that. Mm-hmm. So if you I'm leaving you is the best thing for me mentally, mm. I'm out. Bye. I Bye. don't care how long we've been together. Bye ho. I am leaving. Bye ho. Mm-mm-mm. You stupid. Um, Joel Santana came home from jail. Yes, you know his teeth really throw me. Yeah, he's got to get them um, shaved down or something. Yeah, they're just. Remember when Malaysia came out with her teeth and they were really big. Mm-mm. When she first started on back basketball wise, they were really big. So, lastly, I think no. Not lastly. <laughs> Middlely. <laughs> Middlely. <laughs> Joel Santana came home. He was locked up. Um, homeboy was in Newark Airport. He had a loaded a pistol in his fucking book bag, which was crazy. He was on drugs, though. I want to say he was on... Pop, he was popping pills. He was... Yeah. He wasn't... Pills. He didn't do that shit in his sound mind. Like, he no. did that shit definitely under the influence. And then ran, like... <laughs> and then he took off running. He I... left all of his stuff. <laughs> When I read the story, I was just picturing this nigga running, going opposite, like people coming up the escalator, him running around. Running down the escalator. <laughs> yeah, he like, he left, left all of his stuff. And he just like dipped out of the airport. And it's just like, Jules, come on. But I guess when you hyped up on fucking pills, yeah. um, and you not in the right frame of mind, you just be on some bogus shit. And so, um, I think he had to do like three years and he, he was sentenced to like three and he ended up doing 18 months. Yeah. I think that I read somewhere that Meek was a part of like pushing for him to be released. Yeah. Type of shit. He got him like a new lawyer or something like that. So I like what Meek is doing with the, um, with the reform, the prison reform, but I didn't, this is off topic, but I didn't like that Meek 
what he I don't like how he did Milano. Girl, man. I forgot to mention his ass in the celebrity breakups. Girl, that was a big one for me because it was like you could have left her in her single state. Just be it. If like, he wasn't gonna do right by her, but I'm you, happy she's a mom. She looks yeah, happy, but yeah. My nigga, and then you announced that shit? Like, like the fucking... you didn't even announce that y'all was together. You announced that you guys were together when you were talking about, when you was fucking going back and forth with, with Nikki. Nikki on fucking Twitter. Like, That's come fun. on. you. I Listen, I've clear. been rooting for Meek, but Meek has been failing me because I, I love Meek. This was a Kanye move. Yo, yo. Like, I've been rooting for Meek. Like, I was rooting for you. Not That's how he one. makes me feel. But, yo... Protect black women. Like, you, like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, yeah. oh, me and Milano, we not together. No, we broke up um, in case you see us with other people. What the fuck? Like, bitch, seriously? I will spit in your face if I see you with another bitch. <laughs> me. <laughs> me. Renisa. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, come on. Like, that's trashy. But, you know, it's like... Nobody fucking deserves that. She literally was like, the baby just turned three months. I think. The baby, her, she probably just stopped bleeding. Like, she probably just got cleared to work out. Listen, she did. From Stop what her, she said on her Instagram. And you don't even know, like, what kind of, like, fucking anxiety that could have given her. Like, she could literally go into, like, a postpartum depression type of this thing. This is what the fuck I'm saying. I liked her, her response, though. It was very tasteful, like... I'm about to tell you about my relationship. Arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. Boom. Like, and that's that. You know who else had a breakup? I don't know if you follow Macy Arias. She's a personal trainer. She used to have Mako fit. Like, I've been following her since she was in New York. Okay. She had that little baby, India. No, her, I know. Personal... I can see, like, her handle, but Girl, I don't know. she posted something about being a single mother. And I started to scroll to see where her nigga was at. Because they was engaged in everything. He's a fitness person, too. I was like, yo. Everybody's out here catching L's. <laughs> it's not us, y'all. It's it's really y'all at this it's point. It's really like, them. You don't. You cannot convince me that this is what we want as women. No, 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 no. I mean, they could be trashy, and they could have just been uh, capping, as the kids say. They could have just been <laughs> capping for the gram. Listen, I know a person that is in a shitty relationship. Mm. Like it's bad. But you could never tell from social media. Let me tell y'all something. I don't. My thing about like front and for so you don't have to tell. Us you don't have to tell anything. anybody anything. You don't have to post these happy ass pictures. You don't have to do all of that stuff, and you're secretly suffering in silence. I'm not doing. And that. I've seen this so much, so so so. I've seen it happen so many times. When you. I was in like the lowest points in my relationship, mm -hmm. you would, I would, I would. Well, I also don't toast my business. So, like, when me and Joseph had, oh shit, when me and the kid's dad broke up, <laughs> <laughs> when me and the kid's dad broke up, it wasn't like, what the fuck I'm supposed to do? Take the Facebook and be like, respectfully, the fuck? Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, no, I just stopped posting him, and somebody was like, yo, this girl hit me up one day. She said, can I ask you a question? You don't got to answer. You know, I just noticed that it's just you. Did y'all break up? I was like, yeah, girl. The fuck? Like, I ain't ashamed of it, right. but I didn't know I was supposed to make a fucking dun 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 dun. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> On said sick third day of September, <laughs> year 2016, I've called it a quit. I've called it a quit. Boy, bye. Yeah, I don't like that <laughs> stuff. I mean, 
But, you know, you got to do what you feel like you need to do. If you feel like you need to continue to say, if you feel like you need to do this to save face, then so fucking be it. But whatever helps you sleep at night. Fuck that. Whatever helps you sleep at night. But I just, I don't like it. It's trashy. It really is. Motherfucking trashy. But you know it's not trashy. What? So, for the first time in the history of O Magazine, there was somebody else on the cover. Yes. Not Oprah. It wasn't Oprah. It was our good girlfriend, Brianna Taylor. Brianna Taylor. It has the cops. Today they has, can't... today, July, no, it's August. It is August. Today, August 11, 2020, makes 151 days since Brianna Taylor was murdered for sleeping. Arrest the motherfuckers that killed her. No, seriously. Seriously. Because at this point, Y'all playing. Like, nigga was at the, the dude was at the beach. With two bitches. I, just, I ain't gonna say nothing because I don't want to incriminate myself. But my thoughts, some people may feel the same way as I feel. <laughs> and um, it's, it's taking y'all a long time I mean, to catch really on is. a little bit. I mean, but look at George Zimmerman. Look at George. Do you know that the gun that he um shot, um, um, trade my Martin with. Did he raffle that shit off and yeah, make money? Like, one hundred fifty thousand. Yes, this is what I'm saying. And that's why uh, Roddy Rich said he put a hundred. What he say? I put a hundred bands on to the man head. So they call me Crisco because I popped my shit. The guy got the mud. <laughs> <laughs> that's my song. <laughs> that is my song, yo. That is our song. So, but in addition stupid. to Oprah. Putting Brianna Taylor on a cover of Old Magazine, I found it. She purchased 26 billboards to represent every year of her life and plastered them shits all over Louisville. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna get it. I think it's gonna happen. But you it's know, it's gonna happen one way or another. The granddaughter, so the attorney general, you know, he, in Kentucky, the black man, the one that got engaged. He, no, he just got married. Oh, he, oh, he he's took it a step married. Further. So his wife's mm-hmm. grandfather she's a colonizer y'all she is a colonizer and i want to say her grandfather is mitch mcconnell get the funk out of yeah, here bitch. shut the front door yeah mother flower yeah <laughs> all of that i saw like a bt movie right now <laughs> that shit made me have to look up like all of that excuse me excuse me excuse me yeah, excuse me, Mitch. Yeah, that's um. Ugh. So it's like, oh, it makes sense. Yeah, he ain't doing shit. He it he, makes he got to keep the people happy. Sense. He wants to be a good black person. Mm-hmm. He don't want to be like the rest of us. Let me tell yeah. y'all something. If y'all don't stand for something, y'all gonna fall for everything. Mm-hmm. And you cannot be black out of convenience. Yeah. So on to some. Black is king. Black is king. <laughs> yo, Beyonce did that shit. She did that. Like, yo, yo, that shit give me. I watched that shit a few times. It gives me. I did. I'm gonna watch it again. And I watched the album. I listen to the album more now too. Uh-huh. I put that shit on for the kids because I want even the same brown skin girls every fucking day. Oh like, it's my our goodness. pledge of allegiance. Brown skin girl gives me like that. Just it gives gave me chills. Me chills. It literally just gave me chills. And when um, I was watching it, Keys to the Kingdom. Um, that's my shit. So I never listened to the album really. So I don't know the song. So it was like, um, I only knew freedom. Mm-hmm. Wait, is it freedom? Um, Spirit. 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 Yeah. I didn't that like one. that shit. That song. The album, the album <coughs> was hard without that song. The yeah. album, the, 
I was just, yo, I when the, that's why I was like, this is a fucking album. And I like the visuals. The visuals are dope. Um, when the album came out, you know, I like Afrobeats. It's cool mm-hmm. for me. And then, yo, all the songs was dope. Like, yeah, Keys to the Kingdom, if you listen to it, it's like the sun and the moon bows for you, but you won't open your eyes. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you got the keys to the kingdom. You can get it back on a late on a daily. Don't you waste it. This is what the fuck I'm saying. This is what yeah. the kids need to be singing. Yeah. You listening to it in a car every yeah. day. No, seriously. After Roddy Rich. So I um I had never listened to the album really. Like maybe I listened to it like once or twice. Mm-hmm. Um but watching it, I sat there on the edge of the couch. I was so actually good. like painting my nails. I was giving myself a mani pedi. Mm-hmm. And um when brown skin girl and I sing brown skin girl all the time because I sing it to my god I mean to my nieces all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was watching it, it just I started crying. I was like, "Am I crying?" I was, it was so beautiful. Oh, it was so beautiful. It was such an old and honestly, I'm when she did the song, it was like, "Why they can't get Kelly?" You know, niggas always got to find a problem with something. And I felt like, no, Kelly Rowland didn't need to sing that song. Beyonce needed to sing that song to Kelly mm-hmm. to extinguish that light skin versus dark skin stereotype or, you know, division that there's been in our community for so long. It was important for that. A black girl can sing, a dark skin girl can sing about being dark skin right. all her life. Right, right, right. But it would take for somebody who was higher up on a pedestal, quote unquote, to sing that song. And to me, like from my perspective, mm-hmm. it was right. Right. It no, was absolutely. Dope. I was I like that Beyonce sang it. Um I and that. I like that I love that she sang it to uh Kelly and Lupita, to Lupita and, Naomi. and Naomi. You know, I'm not fucking with Naomi because you know, I I I'm on the fence about Naomi right now. You know what she do? Naomi was down there on that at that fucking um oh with um Andrew Epstein yeah Jeffrey Epstein down on that island. Yeah, I don't know. So it's still out on her, but she's still a brown skin girl until I get further information. <laughs> She'll still be a brown skin girl whether I get further information or right. not. Right, we're just gonna live in this moment here, <laughs> and, and when we get more information on the other situation, we gonna. I don't even I I the Jeffrey Epstein situation threw me. I had to stop watching it because it was like just making me cringe to think like damn. Who? People are really out here hurting hurting these babies. People are not protecting these kids. No, they're not. And this is like a little off a little bit, but what makes me so mad is that like Jeffrey Epstein and all these fucking one percenters, it's all like right there in our face that they're fucking trafficking kids mm-hmm. and all of this shit. And people are standing around laughing. Like and nobody said nothing. Turning a fucking blind eye. But when Robert Kelly, you locked him under the jail. Yep. I Expeditiously. Mean, took, expedition. And it took a little while to get him there. Mm-hmm. But he's there. Boom, he's there. He's there. He's there. That shit. And I'm not, and it's not like we're in 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 agreement with what that man did no like absolutely did. not however there's, there's not the same justice no there's not the same justice no. and it's like and you know what kills me when i read somewhere it was like oh epstein didn't want any black girls cool we ain't want to be there okay i'm happy ain't none of us there because i don't know what the fuck y'all did to them girls it a probably lot. went a lot further oh it oh. caused a lot more trauma yeah than what our kelly was doing at the mcdonald's <sighs> but <sighs> yeah no um, Blackest King was dope. We're gonna go back on topic. No, it was really. It's dope. dope, and the album's dope. I, I, we was listening to it this morning when I worked out. 
and it was like the designers and the hairstylists and the fucking choreographers. It was black, 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 and I'm happy about it. Me too. I'm super happy about it. Super, super, super. So on to our last hop topic for hop, hop topic. We're going to hop on over to this fucking hop, skipping a jump of a decision that was made today, August 11th, this (laughs) afternoon, coming to you in real mother loving time. Joe Biden has picked Kamala Harris as his running mate for the 2020 election. Um, this is the prime example of forcing somebody's hand. I don't know. I'm a, I am in agreement with having, seeing a woman of color in office. Mm-hmm. A black woman, not a woman of color, a black woman. Right. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind if it was a Lat- uh, Afro-Latina. Black. That's Afro, still black. I want to see an Afro woman. In office, right, right. Um, I'm I'm in favor of it. Um, Kamala Harris isn't that it for me. Kamala Harris is the equivalent to Hillary Clinton running for office. Mm-hmm. It's just to say she's the first woman. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would have preferred him choose a man that was better qualified. I was okay if he would have put Bernie Sanders on the fucking ticket, and I would have been okay with that because right. I knew that that would those would have been balancing powers. Right, right, right. Kamala Harris, in my opinion, has only been black when being black has been beneficial to her, mm-hmm. which is in this election. Right. Um, it's kind of equivalent to when Hillary Clinton pulled out hot sauce from her bag when she went on the Breakfast Club interview. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be. I don't want to be in support of someone who only supports me when it gets them what they need and then it's fuck me. But I also don't know how she will operate as vice president of the United Right, States. right, right. So I think that I agree with all of those things. I agree. I agree. But then um, devil's advocate me says what if she I mean, she's a black woman, right? Mm -hmm. So whether she's black, when I mean, she's a woman of color, right? Mm -hmm. Through and through. Mm -hmm. Her mother is like Middle Eastern. Yeah. Yeah. She's not white at all. She, her mother is Middle Eastern. Her father is Jamaican. So she is of color through and through. I mean, she married a white man, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, not even to be expected. I just think that people in California definitely believe in biracial dating yeah like because i mean they're really slim pickings out there i'm telling y'all it's they, not but it's slim pickings they out there looking <laughs> i don't necessarily think that it's slim pickings i mean i guess if you want to get down to like the semantics of how the black man is broken down it's like you got this amount in jail you got this amount that's dating outside of their race you got this amount that's um uh, homosexual, and you got this, and then you're left with that the small percentage, the small percentage of you know whatever. But that's neither. I'm not saying that, that ain't this episode, right, right, right. But I just think that, I mean, maybe you know, I, we may not agree with whatever you know everything that she's done, her practices, her policies. Mm-hmm. We may not agree. Maybe she made those decisions best. Cause her hands were forced. Like, yeah, you, know, absolutely. you know what I'm saying? Like things like that, maybe, you know, as a black woman, she's gonna 
have more of a little bit more power. You know, she'll have other things that she might be able to do. Maybe she may turn her turn it around. And I mean, and she said she um, regretted some things that some um, laws that she's passed. Or however it goes when you're mm-hmm. the whatever the head prosecutor, whatever the fuck. But I think that a lot of times we go so hard on black women. Right. We go way fucking hard on black women when a black man could be in the same situation, the same, make right. the same things. And it's and just we'll like be more forgiven. Right. Listen, I'm I'm voting for her because she's black. Like, no, nah, I'm playing. I'm voting for her because I'm not voting for Trump. Right. And I ain't voting for Kanye. And right. for those of you who even consider voting for that man, Kanye, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. Yeah, that shit. That's is like voting for shit water. Like, what the fuck are you doing? No, that's like, um, that's a- when people were writing in Harambe <laughs> on the fucking, uh, on the ballot. ballot. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I do believe people can change. I also just, I don't, it bothers me. And the reason why I don't support it is because I don't think that was his initial decision. I don't think that's what he wanted. No, they yeah. told him, they, meaning the people was like, you have to have a black woman as you're running me. And I just don't know how organic and authentic that would be. Well, remember he said, if you don't vote for Joe Biden, then you're not black. Remember he said that when he was talking to Charlamagne? Uh, he, all right. Yeah. <laughs> this is Bobby wanting to head out. Where, and what is Mars taking fucking people up there? Like, I know when the space shuttle go up there, they be up there chilling. You ain't going to tell me NASA ain't got people up there living. No, they do. I'm, I'm going. Oh, my name's going to be on the, the space shuttle for the next um, launch. My boss, well, my old boss bought me a ticket. I got a one-way, y'all. I'm going to be up <laughs> there in Mars. They're going to know me by name up there. I know that's right. They're going to know you by name. They're going to know me by name. So, yeah. So, that's what's happening on the, with the hot topics. You know, the pandemic ain't slowing. None of this foolishness. No, man. it's not. Y'all are expeditiously expediting foolishness. <laughs> no, I think it's happening even faster because motherfuckers ain't supposed to be outside. outside. They're fucking rioting in Chicago. Bitch, they looting. At least they hitting the high-end stores. <sighs> I think they hit um, 9 Mag, too. From Black Ink Chicago? Yeah. yeah, they hit not mad. I mean, what do you take out of there, Ink? I mean, he took that shit already. They shut down for the quarantine. I don't know. I think maybe, I'm not sure if tattoo parlors were back open, but maybe they hit that shit because it's celebrity. Because I, I saw Ryan post, like, fuck y'all niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, call the insurance company. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know why they looting. Just, just shut up. Yeah, take that, no, take you that gotta, on the chin. You, you got to uh, take that on the chin. It's for the culture. It is for the culture. All right. Well, um, that wraps up our hot topics. Right. You can get right into our what the fuck. Yeah, let's do All it. All right, y'all. So for those of you with children, y'all know about trolls because trolls the troll movie the troll movie yo me and Evie used to sing that whole soundtrack that was our soundtrack to get through any car ride I had that shit on repeat you know me and King never got into soundtracks ever because I don't want to listen to that shit since we you are gonna a singing be family the, you gonna be in the background I mean in the back seat in your car seat singing so Monday a friend of mine right along with me <laughs> when I see I you, wanted to kiss yes when I see you, you're going to be right back there. You're going to be listening to what I want to listen to. So I am a fucking Disney connoisseur. Like, mm-hmm. we've been singing soundtracks since I was a kid. Like, I put on a Little Mermaid, bitch. I'm going from cover to cover. <laughs> listen, I don't fuck around. So it's only natural that my children, they too, partake in Disney mm-hmm. soundtracks. But um, so Trolls during the quarantine, DreamWorks, 
went ahead and put the new Trolls movie straight onto On Demand mm-hmm. and they tested it out, which caused some big ruckus or whatever. So with that happening, they had the Trolls World, World Tour. Really good movie, real mm-hmm. cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say with merch and shit, <coughs> they put out this new Trolls doll. Mm-hmm. So it's a Poppy. Poppy is a female. Side note, fun fact, when Eva was a baby and the first troll came out, so the guy troll who's played by Justin Timberlake, mm-hmm. his name is Branch. Mm-hmm. But Eva's little tongue tie, she used to be like, this is bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kingston called biscuits bitches. <laughs> I said, King, what do you want to have? Bitches, mommy bitches. <laughs> Me and my bitch. Okay. Um, anywho, so the poppy doll, she sings and shit. You rub her tummy, she sings. But then some lady... See, I would never buy that shit because I don't buy I don't buy toys. So fuck all that. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's a button between her crotch that like oohs and eyes. <laughs> like it coos and giggles and shit. And moans. Cause Poppy grunts a little bit. She be singing from her chest. And it's like, what the fuck is y'all doing out here for these kids? Like that what? shit is crazy. It's, like why? It's really crazy. And then that's like goes along with the people, you know, the um what are we, what are they called? I can't remember right now, but oh, the conspiracy theory is, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That like perpetuates what, they, what they've been exactly, saying. Exactly. Like all y'all, y'all really motherfuckers push is the pedophiles. Yes. I like agree. you are all, you guys are all pushing this shit on our babies, on our kids. And I think that this is fucked up. Like, um, who is it? Hasbro? Who? Yeah, Hasbro. Hasbro, they, you know, said, oh, it wasn't intentional. Well, what made you do this? I mean, toys make noise, right? They are in the hand. You squeeze the hand. You push the nose. You push the top of their head. You push the back. Like, in the crotch, a Why button. You flip her up. And, oh, like, in the crotch, you flip her over. Like, Come the fuck Y'all on. Y'all tried it. Y'all didn't have nowhere else on. Y'all could have put that shit on her foot. On her, the top okay. of her head. You could have put it on the top of her head, on her back, on her hand. These are like normal places where you press, you in her stomach, like where you squeeze her stomach. She had one there. That's where she sings. So this was like a, first of all, and then that's another thing the lady said in the video. When she purchased it, there was nowhere on the box that even spoke about this extra. Wow. It was like a pull it out the box and be like, what the fuck is this? Wow. And she grown, bitch, y'all got, this is why I don't buy toys. Y'all keep that shit. We doing puzzles all 2020. Is why you don't buy toys? Well, because I just think, I don't buy toys because they're a waste. But I mean, they the kids got toys. They're not deprived. Don't mm. feel bad for them. <laughs> Somebody's always going to get. They have wishes lots of toys. I'm buying toys. Buys them toys. Yeah, I mean, I just be looking like, hmm. all right, they gonna play with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I wrapped up some toys for Eva's birthday from her first birthday. Although, who the fuck buys counting beans for a kid on their first birthday? No, that's weird. That's too small. And this is why it got unwrapped on her fifth birthday because <laughs> we're counting now. <laughs> we're doing math now. So, Adasha, that hmm. it was really trashy. Well, you know, it's hard, you know, with two kids, like they're not really into the same things, but like mm-hmm. Juju's, Eva's dollhouse is Juju's dinosaur layer. So like they kind of merge. So okay. there's a synergy amongst the plan. And it just like, I feel like what happens with kids is they play with what they see. So right. You have so many toys. Yeah. They don't play with the shit. No, at the that's bottom. true. Because in Kingston's room, I have containers, but in his containers, they're not really toys. They are games because he does like, we play a lot of games. And that's what I'm about to get them into. So we can start doing more family time. Yeah. I do like that idea of yeah. like board games and the puzzles have been fun. Like yeah. we got a Peppa Pig puzzle that's like really fun. The other puzzles Juju's not able to play just uh-huh. yet, but we're gonna get us some board games. Yeah, we play do this. we play with a lot of um he likes to play because 
and my family, we play a lot of games. Mm-hmm. So, yo, my seven-year-old is a beast at Taboo. He's a beast. That's what's you up. You got to help him with the words a little bit, you know. Tell but, him what it is and tell him right, what not right, to say right. and shit. No, but he's a beast at it. So Train him up in a way they should go. Hasbro got to get it to fuck the, together. No, they really do. Protect our fucking babies. Yeah, man. because that's trashy. That is really... When I saw that shit, I didn't listen to the video because I have to be in the mood to listen to a video. But when I saw where the fucking the butt button was, was Same. like the hot spot, no fucking way. No way. I'm not having it. No, what not. the fuck? If that poppy doll is canceled. No, it, no, it really is. It's canceled. <laughs> Get that shit the fuck out of here. All right, so we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and get personal. I think all of that can be avoided if we really sit down with our children and have a really important conversation with them. Like, we knew what it was like. We knew our body went through changes before we even, like, for me, I don't even think I saw my period the first time I felt, like, quote-unquote horny. Right. Like, Like I felt some kind of way. It was a little... You know, right? I used to watch Channel One between the lines. I felt some kind of way. <laughs> you know, we was over there making out and shit, playing house. Like, you, know, I felt some kind of way. Right. Like, and I really think that that was the time to have the conversation. I remember I got caught with a boy in the basement at my dad's house. Like, we came out to visit one summer, mm-hmm. and he took me to his one of his to my brother's godmother, and she works in healthcare. And she was like, "Well, you know," and she started breaking out reproduction, and I was like. I'm not even fucking seeing my period. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't getting pregnant since. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I just think that I just, now we know better, so we're going to do better. Right. Our kids will be the most fucking sexually in tune kids. Yeah, no, seriously. And I don't know, like, out here trying to experience the world, just educated about their bodies, right. what's happening to them, why they feel the way they feel, and with the emphasis on making the correct choices. Yeah, n- no, seriously. I think with, Emphasis on making the right decisions, making the best decisions is so important. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because it's like, I tell my little cousin this all the time. She's 16. Life is about choices. Mm-hmm. Every choice you make, you will directly, it'll, you'll have a repercussion behind it. Whether yeah. it's, uh, there's consequences. It could be something good. You know, something good could come out of it, but something bad could also come out of it. So if this is the choice that you're willing, that you want to make, like, think about it. Like yeah. you have to, I tell my goddaughter this too. Think about the the, the choices you're making. Mm-hmm. They will follow you. They follow yeah, you. Absolutely. They follow you. So, you know, make the best decisions. It's and make not, your own decisions. And make your own decisions. Don't be a follower. Oh. And that's hard. It's really hard. With the way life is, I just we just want to raise strong, independent-minded kids and just uh, put them out into the world to be dope-ass people. Yeah. But, you know, we like lists. <laughs> we do like lists. And list. we ain't going to leave y'all without a list. So we're going to leave you with six ways to do better for Black people. Black, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Black women. And the first one is to acknowledge the existence of misogynoir. Right. So it's like the first step in any program right, of recovery. Right, right. You have to admit that there's a problem. Right. You have to. And then you got to call out the stereotypes associated with black women. You know, they're whores. They're this. They're that. You know, they're uneducated. They're ghetto. Whatever whatever stereotype you associate with them, right. acknowledge Wait, them. Wait, before we... I saw this meme 
or this post. Let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. I had it up. Okay. It says, just to scale it back really quick, um, by some something Cho. I don't know how to pronounce it on Twitter. All these men slut shaming Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion for lyrics that celebrate their own bodies and freaky consensual sex in quotes that men claim they want with men goes to show that these men don't have a problem with women's um, sexual activity, but with women's sexual agency. Like, don't fuck like you. You don't want you want me to fuck you. Mm-hmm. You want me to do all of these things with you, but I can't talk about it. Yeah, you want to keep it a secret. You, it's a shit little pussy ass out of here. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So the third one is mm-hmm. challenge white supremacist. Wait, challenge white supremacist patriarchal constructs that place black women at the bottom of social of the social hierarchy. Call that shit out, yo. I had an HR director in in New York mm-hmm. to this day. I love her. I fucking love her. Like, love her, love her, love her. And I remember when she first started, I'm a black woman. My boss at the time was a black woman. And we were, like, running our department and shit. Mm-hmm. And the one thing she noticed is she was like, how are y'all not mad at the handbook? Because the handbook specifically only singled out black women. It was, like, no braids more than an inch in diameter no braids past your shoulder length like it specifically broke down every black girl hairstyle Mm-mm. and we because we ain't listen listen we only thing we looked at that handbook for was time and attendance right 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 all the other shit can go right. out the window but right. yeah it was in there and that was our policy company-wide was specifically geared towards black women so when people out there doing the work to call it out we're gonna fix it and then reinforce the humanity of black women like when they shot Meg the Stallion, y'all was laughing and shit. That shit wasn't fucking funny. Where is the humanity in that mm-hmm. shit? Where is the humanity in all of that shit? The fifth one is question why you believe that non-black women need to be protected, but that black women deserve anything and everything that comes to them. Sit in that question right there. And yeah. then go ask your mother. You know, because <laughs> they mamas wasn't shit. Saying, let me stop saying that. And that's it. And the last step is to read literature by black women who have resisted misogynoir. Educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Educate your fucking self. And go listen to WAP. <laughs> go listen to it. Feel it in your certified freak. Seven, Seven days, days a week. week. <laughs> that's a wet ass pussy. <laughs> Feel it in your soul. Feel it. Because you want, do you want dry ass pussy? Is that what you want? No one ever. No one. Uchi Ach girl. Nobody (laughs) wants that. You want the pum pum to turn up. (laughs) Listen, you know, we just have to work on creating a better space for black women to be black women. For us to be ourselves. Restore the humanity in black women. Whether it's um you know, you can't be a nerd can't be a nerdy girl though. Nobody wants a nerdy girl. Hate it. You can't be a freak. Nobody wants a freak. Hated it. You want you want to be the only person she's ever slept with. Hated it. You gotta cook and clean because don't nobody want. First of all, raise your fucking sons to not be some slouch ass niggas. If your son is pissing on the bowl, beat his ass young because my daughter shouldn't have to go and clean his piss from the side of the bowl. This is I'm gonna say I'm that. I'm not playing with you. It's I'm true. not. Cause I let me tell y'all something. I'm going to try not to be the mother that meddles. I'm going to work on it. I'm gonna, I have a lot of years to not be the mother that meddles. <laughs> but the first time I come into my daughter's house and I see her husband piss on the seat, I'm going to be like, you pissing on seats? 
I have to say something. Girl. Because I know she is going to feel that. Right. In her soul. Listen. And if you a grown-ass man and you pissing on toilet seats, that means my daughter is slaving after you. And what we not going to do is is clean piss. No, we're not. The fuck? The fuck? We sit down to pee. The fuck? Not the doing fuck? it. Not doing the it. Motherfucking fuck. <laughs> if I see you slashing around, I'm gonna be like, "Oh, so we slumming today?" Yeah. Because what's not? No, we're not doing it. We're not doing at it. All. all right, guys, that wraps up our personal space podcast episode for today. We hope y'all enjoyed it. It was the topic near and dear to our hearts. It was. You know, I could go on and on and on about this for a long time because you know I've always been a very. Um, I've always been a very free woman. Like I've mm. always been, um, you know, when I was a little, when I was younger, I didn't know that I was this free. I didn't know that this is who I was. Mm-hmm. I just knew that I did what the fuck I wanted to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that it had a name. Mm-hmm. I, di- I didn't know. And I would tell my friends like, um, no, I can't do that because people might, who gives a fuck about, like, I didn't, and I've always been this way. Like, I've always marched to the beat of my own drums. I'm friends with whoever I want to be friends with. I date who I want to date. I don't date who I don't want to date. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a person that you can easily make. Like, I'm not going to conform not, yeah. to what you want me to be. You can't put me in a box. Right. Ask my mom. She'll tell you. And I'm coming out on the other side of misogyny, y'all. It's been a long road to recovery. It has. And I'm proud of you. I am very proud of you. I can see like from when we first became friends Mm -hmm. to now I can see your growth. I'm like on the sidelines with my pom-poms like, I'm rooting for you. Come on, girl. You can do it. It is tough because it's essentially what you're doing is you're changing everything that you learned as a child. Mm -hmm. Everything your parents taught you essentially was wrong. You know what I'm saying? And so now, because a lot of times what we teach our children, I mean, not now because we know better now, but you know, our, like our parents, what they taught us is what they were taught. So we are living, they taught us not to be what their traumas were. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we are our parents walking fucking traumas. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I never wanted to be that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I definitely don't want that for my son. And I want my son to be a man that is not a fucking misogynist. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want my son to be a stand-up man. I want my son to be a man that protects black women. It's so funny. He said to me, "Um, Mommy, do you only date black men? I was like, uh, yeah. Like, I don't know where the fuck this came from. It was just <laughs> random. We were sitting on the couch talking. I mean, watching fucking like Netflix or something. Mommy, do you only like black guys? Do you only date black men? And I was like, um, yeah. Why do you only like, well, what kind of women do you like? You know? And he's like, you know, I like all women. I said, okay. And I said, um. But you know, you got to protect black women. You got to make sure black women are first. You put black women first at all times and you protect them and you make sure Girl, they're okay. Home. Girl, I went in and he was just looking at me like, I'm only seven. Chill. Bitch, all, all women's <laughs> lives matter to me. Like- <laughs> okay. And so he was like, yeah, I got a crush on somebody. I was like, well, is she black? 
mommy, I said I like all women. I was like, all right, as long as you marry a black woman. (laughs) (laughs) And he just looked at me and just was like, all right. Like, and just like, and I was like, damn, I probably went a little hard on my seven year old, but as long as you know. But baby, as long as you know, listen, as long as you know, but all right, where can the good people find you? I can be found on Instagram at underscore amazing underscore and y'all know how to spell it. All right. And I am at Renisa Rose, R-A-N-E-S-S-A-R-O-Z-A-Y-Y-Y. And together we are at the personal space podcast. Send us in some questions anything we miss y'all we want to talk to y'all we know y'all listening i can see y'all listening i see y'all tuning in holla at us you can email us you can dm us you could um send a fucking carrier pigeon i mean anything you could do like some smoke signals holla at us we want to talk to y'all holla at a player when you see me on the street (laughs) (laughs) holla at us Bye. bye I think all of that can be avoided if we really sit down with our children and have a really important conversation with them. Like we knew what it was like. We knew our body went through changes before we even like, for me, I don't even think I saw my period the first time I felt like quote unquote horny. Right. Like, like a, I felt some kind of way. It was right. a little, ooh, you know, right. I used to watch channel one between the lines. I felt <laughs> some kind of way. You know, we was over there making out and shit, playing house. Like, you know, I felt some kind of way. Like, right. And I really think that that was the time to have the conversation. I remember I got caught with a boy in the basement at my dad's house. Like we came out to visit one summer mm-hmm. and he took me to his, one of his, to my brother's godmother. And she works in healthcare, and she was like, well, you know, and she started breaking out reproduction. And I was like, I'm not even fucking seeing my period. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't getting pregnant, sis. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I just think that I just now we know better. So we're going to do better. Right. Our kids will be the most fucking sexually in tune kids. Yeah. No, seriously. And I don't know, like, out here trying to experience the world, just educated about their bodies. Right. What's happening to them, why they feel the way they feel. And with the emphasis on making the correct choices. Yeah, no, seriously, I think with emphasis on making the right decisions, making the best decisions is so important. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because it's like I tell my little cousin this all the time. She's 16. Life is about choices. Mm-hmm. Every choice you make, you will directly It'll, you'll have a repercussion behind it, whether yeah. it's, uh, there's consequences. It could be something good, you know, something good could come out of it, but something bad could also come out of it. So if this is the choice that you're willing, that you want to make, like, think about it. Like yeah. you have to, I tell my goddaughter this too. Think about the, the, the choices you're making. Mm-hmm. They will follow you. They follow yeah, you. Absolutely. They follow you. So, you know, make the best decisions. It's and make not, your own decisions. And make your own decisions. Don't be a follower. Oh, and that's hard. It's really hard. With the way life is, I just we just want to raise strong, independent-minded kids and just uh, put them out into the world to be dope-ass people. Yeah. But, you know, we like lists. <laughs> we do like lists. And list. we ain't going to leave y'all without a list. So we're going to leave you with six ways to do better for Black people. Black, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Black women. And the first one is to acknowledge the existence of misogynoir. So it's like the first step in any program of recovery. You have to admit that there's a problem. Right. 
You have to. And then you got to call out the stereotypes associated with black women. You know, they're whores. They're this. They're that. You know, they're uneducated. They're ghetto. Whatever, whatever stereotype you associate with them. Right. Wait, before we I saw this meme or this post. Let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. I had it up. Okay, it says. Just to scale it back really quick um, by some something Cho. I don't know how to pronounce it on Twitter. All these men slut shaming Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion for lyrics that celebrate their own bodies and freaky consensual sex in quotes, that men claim they want. Whitman goes to show that these men don't have a problem with women's um, sexual activity, but with women's sexual agency. Like, don't fuck, like, you you don't want, you want me to fuck you. Mm-hmm. You want me to do all of these things with you, but I can't talk about it. Yeah, you want to keep it a secret. You, it's a shit your little pussy ass out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> All right, so the third one is challenge mm-hmm. white supremacist. Wait, challenge white supremacist patriarchal constructs that place black women at the bottom of social of the social hierarchy. Call that shit out, yo. I had an HR director in in New York. Mm-hmm. To this day, I love her. I fucking love her. Like love her, love her, love her. And I remember when she first started. I'm a black woman. My boss at the time was a black woman, and we were like running our department and shit. Mm-hmm. And the one thing she noticed is she was like, how are y'all not mad at the handbook? Because the handbook specifically only singled out black women. It was like no braids more than an inch in diameter, no braids past your shoulder length. Like it specifically broke down every black girl hairstyle. Mm-mm. And we, cause we ain't, listen, listen, we only thing we looked at that handbook for was time and attendance. Right, right, right. All the other shit can go right. out the window. But right. yeah, it was in there. And that was our policy company wide was specifically geared towards black women. So people out there doing the work to call it out we're gonna fix it and then reinforce the humanity of black women like when they shot meg the stallion y'all was laughing and shit that shit wasn't fucking funny where is the humanity in that Mm -hmm. shit where is the humanity in all of that shit the fifth one is question why you believe that non-black women need to be protected but that black women deserve anything and everything that comes to them sit in that question right there and then go ask your mother you know, because they mamas wouldn't shoot. Say, let me stop saying that. And that's it. And the last step is to read literature by black women who have resisted misogynoir. Educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Educate your fucking self. And go listen to WAP. <laughs> go listen to it. Feel it in your certified free. Seven, seven days, days a week. week. <laughs> that's a wet ass pussy. <laughs> Feel it in your soul. Feel yeah. it. Because you want, do you want dry ass pussy? Is that what you said? No one ever. No one. She at girl. Nobody <laughs> wants that. You want the pum pum to turn up. <laughs> Listen, you know, we just have to work on creating a better space for black women to be black women, for us to be ourselves. Restore the humanity in black women. Whether it's, um, you know, you can't be a nerd, can't be a nerdy girl, though. Nobody wants a nerdy girl. Hate it. You can't be a freak. Nobody wants a freak. Hated it. You want you want to be the only person she's ever slept with. Hated it. You gotta cook and clean because don't nobody want. First of all, 
raise your fucking sons to not be some slouch ass niggas. If your son is pissing on the bowl, beat his ass young because my daughter shouldn't have to go and clean his piss from the side of the bowl. This I'm going to say that. I'm not playing with you. I'm true. not. Because I let me tell y'all something. I'm going to try not to be the mother that meddles. I'm going to work on it. I'm gonna, I have a lot of years to not be the mother that meddles. <laughs> but the first time I come into my daughter's house and I see her husband piss on the seat, I'm going to be like, you pissing on seats? I have to say something. Girl. Because I know she is going to feel that. Right. In her soul. Listen. And if you a grown ass man and you pissing on toilet seats, that means my daughter is slaving after you. And what we not going to do is, that. is clean piss. No, we're not. The fuck? I, the fuck? We sit down to pee. The fuck? Not the doing fuck? it. Not doing the it. motherfucking fuck. <laughs> if I see you slashing around, I'm going to be like, oh, so we slumming today? Yeah. Because what's not? No. We're not doing it. We're not doing at it. At all. All right, guys. That wraps up our personal space podcast episode for today. We hope y'all enjoyed it. It was the topic near and dear to our hearts. It was. You know, I could go on and on and on about this for a long time because, you know, I've always been a very... um. I've always been a very free woman. Like I've mm. always been, um, you know, when I was a little, when I was younger, I didn't know that I was this free. I didn't know that this is who I was. Mm-hmm. I just knew that I did what the fuck I wanted to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that it had a name. Mm-hmm. I, di- I didn't know. And I would tell my friends like, um, no, I can't do that because people might, who gives a fuck about, like, I didn't, and I've always been this way. Like, I've always marched to the beat of my own drums. I'm friends with whoever I want to be friends with. I date who I want to date. I don't date who I don't want to date. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a person that you can easily make. Like, I'm not going to conform yeah. Yeah. to what you want me to be. You can't put me in a box. Right. Ask my mom. She'll tell you. And I'm coming out on the other side of misogyny, y'all. It's been a long road to recovery. It has. And, and I'm freedom. proud of you. I am very proud of you. I can see like from when we first became friends mm-hmm. to now I can see your growth. I'm like on the sidelines with my pom-poms like, I'm rooting for you. Rooting. Come on, girl. It's you tough. can do it. It is tough because it's essentially what you're doing is you're changing everything that you learned as a child. Mm-hmm. Everything your parents taught you essentially was wrong. You know what I'm saying? And so now, because a lot of times what we teach our children, I mean, not now because we know better now, but you know, our, like our parents, what they taught us is what they were taught. So we are living, they taught us not to be what their traumas were. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we are our parents walking fucking traumas. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I never wanted to be that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I definitely don't want that for my son. And I want my son to be a man that is not a fucking misogynist. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want my son to be a stand-up man. I want my son to be a man that protects black women. It's so funny. He said to me, um, mommy, do you only date black men? I was like, uh, yeah. Like, I don't know where the fuck this came from. It was just <laughs> random. We were sitting on the couch talking. I mean, watching fucking like Netflix or something. Mommy, do you only like black guys? Do you only date black men? And I was like, um, yeah. Why do you only like, well, what kind of women do you like? You know? And he's like, you know, I like all women. I said, okay. And I said, um, 
But you know, you got to protect black women. You got to make sure black women are first. You put black women first at all times and you protect them and you make sure they're okay. Girl, I went in and he was just looking at me like, I'm only seven. Chill. All all of those (laughs) lives matter to me. (laughs) Okay. And so he was like, yeah, I got a crush on somebody. I was like, well, is she black? Mommy, I said I like all women. I was like, all right, as long as you marry a black woman. (laughs) (laughs) And he just looked at me and just was like, all right. Like, and just like, and I was like, damn, I probably went a little hard on my seven year old. But as long as you know. (laughs) But baby. As long as you know. ain't finna miss no words. Listen, as long as you know. But all right. Where can the good people find you? So I can be found on Instagram at underscore amazing underscore, and y'all know how to spell it. All right. And I am at Renisa Rose, R-A-N-E-S-S-A-R-O-Z-A-Y-Y-Y. And together we are at the Personal Space Podcast. Send us in some questions, anything. We miss y'all. We want to talk to y'all. We know y'all listening. I can see y'all listening. I see y'all tuning in. Holla at us. You could email us. You could DM us. You could um, send a fucking carrier pigeon. I mean, anything. You could do like some smoke signals. Holla at us. We want to talk to you. Holla at a player when you see me on the street. (laughs) (laughs) Holla at us. Bye. Bye.